Welcome to Go Rangers Radio, where the New York Rangers are always the talk of the town. If you bleed red, white, and Rangers blue, hail the king, follow the bread man, and know how to spell Capo Caco, then you've tuned to the right place. And now, here are your handsome hosts, Kevin Delury and Paul Cuthbert. They're not always going to get it right, but you can be damn sure they'll pretend they are. Now, let's go Rangers Radio. Yeah, good evening everybody and welcome to Go Rangers Radio. Broadcasting live from the Go Hockey Media Studios in New York, baby. Yours truly, Mr. Paul Cuppert. And everybody, please say hello and welcome aboard. Your friend of mine, Mr. Kevin DeLore, KD. How we doing, brother? Man, sweating one out there, Paulie. I, I seriously almost didn't call you because if, if Toronto would have tied it up and they would have lost in overtime, we weren't doing the show tonight. It was over. Well, I had a I had a basket weaving thing I thought we could talk about, you know, <laughs> something something for the ladies for Valentine's Day as a backup. Oh, baby, we'll take it, man. Five three win. The boys look pretty good, pal. Cry to watch. Yeah, is no, on. you know it's all yeah. good. Oh, nice win, nice win, Toronto. I mean, look, we we think the Rangers are bad defensively. Oof, Toronto is they're awful. It's like uh, odd man rushes left and right turnovers in the defensive end i mean they're a fun team to watch because it's a lot of back and forth and that was an entertaining game uh, but man ooh, we we complain about our defense yikes hey we're doing all right man the boys played pretty well tonight um and you know what else paulie sorry yes. to cut you off Go ahead, pal. Tor- toronto looks like they need a goalie my friend looks <laughs> like they need a goalie <laughs> You want to get into it again? Should we get into the goaltending situation again? I, I think you just wrapped, I think you said this just laid it out perfectly right there, man. <laughs> you know, all of them, Shanahan and all of them right now, man, are probably going right across the hall. <laughs> That's Not right. Well, on JD's door. Well, they're meeting them downstairs at the bar. Let's let's start negotiating right now, buddy. <laughs> are you kidding me? They they could just go over to freaking Georgiev. He's in the press box too. <laughs> He's the bartender tonight. He's going to be there serving drinks. <laughs> he, he's going to forget how to play hockey. It's been so long since he played. Oh, this ma- anyway. well, Look, he's going, right? <laughs> I mean, Shesty got his new mask. I guess he's staying. <laughs> well, he's, not, he's definitely not going anywhere. I can't, I can't for the life of me figure out. I guess we're getting into it now. You can't justify to me, and I love Henrik Lundqvist, and he was the best player on the ice the other night in, in when he had the shutout against Detroit. But you can't give me a, a proper justification as to why this guy is playing right now. Like, seriously, Paulie, like, why is he playing? What is the benefit of him playing right now? The benefit to Shestorkin playing is get him developed. The benefit to your gift playing is either you're developing him also or you're trying to showcase him for other teams come trade deadline time. Like, why is Lundqvist even playing? It's look. It's I'm sorry. Don't I, I, I I don't even want to get it. Just start the show the way you regularly do. I, I'm getting too pissed <laughs> about it. Let, let's talk about tonight's game. Tonight's game was fun. Let's talk All about right. something fun. Let's talk Fif- about something fun. Fifty-two win. Uh, Fifty-two <laughs> games, buddy. That's uh, win number twenty-six for the blue shirts. There. Uh, Are we in the playoffs yet? No, we're we're <laughs> yeah. very 
we're far out of the playoffs. Yeah, um, okay. But, hey, look, good game, man. Uh, they got the shots up. They played very well defensively. Hey, it's pretty good, uh, you know, Maple Leaf team over there on the other side. So uh, it's all good. We'll take it, man. It's two points. You know, Kreider showing off his goods. Uh, I yeah, loved you. He's, I been, loved you. he's been fantastic. <laughs> Man, we are gonna get a, we're gonna get like five first round picks for him now if he keeps this up. I loved your tweet earlier. I am really gonna miss Kreider when he's gone. Oh man, it's good Dude, stuff. He, he is he is points in eighteen of his last twenty three games. He's a machine. That's insane. Buddy. I know he's twenty four points in those twenty three games. Nuts. Hey man, he's uh. He's all that we want, baby, and more for a package. And look at Boots tonight, too, man. Books is putting Yeah. He's, he's showing off, too, man. So it's all good stuff. I mean, uh, you know, these guys are uh, playing right into the hands of uh, the trade deadline. So it's all good stuff. I mean, you know, as far as where you sit on this as a fan, you know, one way or the other, um, you know, it's out of our hands. They're going to make the calls here. I mean, obviously, the goaltending thing is just uh, – it's such a head-scratcher. It's just unbelievable. But, but you have to feel something's going on, right? I mean, that's the only thing that I, I, I can, you know – I mean, you can't make any sense out of the madness. But, hey, look, you know, the team played well tonight. They showed some toughness. That's a pretty good offensive team over there. I mean, that one stat I think Sam said about uh, Austin Matthews since uh, – you know, the new coach is taking over. Keith, what, you know, um, 25 goals. I mean. It was uh, like in 31 games or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Insane. And it was like, which never scored his 11th. You know, he's like, he's yeah. a ways, he's well, a ways he's, behind. He's turned, I tell you what, he's turned it on. You know, I mean, if you listen to all the sort of analytics people, they were saying, you know, it's coming. He's sort of running into a lot of, uh, you know, bad sort of puck luck, you know, but, you know, he's had. You know, the possession stats have been there and the shooting percentage is low or whatever. So, hey, look, you know, he he's a good player. He's got a lot of skill, you know. You get a little frustrated with him at, at times. But, you know, he's a highly skilled player, you know. He just runs he just runs cold sometimes. And he's always seemingly in the coach's sort of chateau bow-wow, whether it's Quinn or Vigneault. So, you know, he, he can definitely be sort of a little bit of a maddening player. But... You know, he's got the skills, man. When he is on, he, he's he's a top-end talent. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, this team is a very talented team. Yeah. You know, hey, look, you know, when we were on here last week during the All-Star break, and, you know, I was just clamoring for, hey, they better go in and, and, and take four points away from the wings, and they went and did it. Uh, so that's great stuff. Uh, a little bit of a stinker, obviously, against Dallas. But, you know, and they really all... didn't play. They didn't really even play that bad against Dallas. They had that that stupid goal that you know it hit the netting, and then you know Quinn reviewed it. The camera angle showed it hit the netting, so we called right before Dallas scored. So they do the review, and they say no, it didn't. And then the Rangers are assessed the penalty, and then Dallas scored on the ensuing power play. I mean, they completely got screwed on there. I mean, the Rangers tied it up. So it was 2-2, but that, you know, changed the game there. They could have been up 2-0 instead it was tied. You know, they didn't, you know, play well from there on. Obviously, they, they got outscored. But, you know, even that game, I, I really didn't think they played, like, terrible. You know, so I, I, coming out of the All-Star break, I, they looked real good. I mean, look, three or four games. And like I said, they ran into a little bit of bad luck in the Dallas game. So who do we got next? Buffalo? Yeah, that's a winnable game. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're going to be in the playoffs by next week. 
<laughs> well, it's it, you know, I mean, look, they they dominated tonight pretty much in all aspects of the game, which is great too. I mean, they they played a full world. I mean, what what do you think of the vibe tonight? I mean, as far as you know, how the lines rolling and uh, you know uh, playing against a team like that. I mean, you could see it there towards well, the end. If if Toronto had a little more time. Uh, you know, it, it could have went a different way. You know, they were pressing late and everything. But uh, you yeah, know, but so, I, I think I think the Rangers could have had like six or seven goals tonight, though. I mean, true. in the third period, you had the one with the one puck hit off like Lemieux skate or something. Like he was going in, you had a pipe. You know, Kreider shot one off of uh, Hutchinson's shaft of his stick. So uh, you know, they they easily could have had like five, at least five or six goals. Um, so I I thought they played well. I mean. The lines, I mean, Quinn is just jumbling things again. I mean, he started the game off with, you know, Heedle on the line with Panarin and, and Strom was center in the third line. And, and then before you knew it, Strom was back with Panarin. Heedle's back on the third line again. And it's just like, you know, the guy just can't stick with lines, man. I, I don't know what, what's going on with him. What the hell's up with Panarin not scoring tonight? What's his problem? Actually, you know what? He's only scored one goal in like the last six games. So what's the he, problem? He's terrible. You better get his act he, together. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a bust. <laughs> Terrible signing. Look at McKay showing him up there with that beautiful empty net goal to seal the seal the deal tonight. But man, Panero, we, I got an issue with this guy. What's the story? Actually, you know what it is. I mean, him. I, you know, like obviously we're joking around, but you know, are we? You know, are we? Crazy? <laughs> I mean, that's right. Well, overreacting to something, not us. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but Strom too. I mean, the two of them. Strom's only has has one goal in his last thirteen games, and and Panarin sent him up for an easy tap, and he hit the side of the net. So that was another another goal that should that should have counted. Strom missed that easy sort of tapping in the third period as well. So yeah, I don't know. The two of them sort of. I mean, I'm assuming that's why you know Quinn went with a little try and heedle. I mean, that's good. You know, going forward too. I mean, again, this is a rebuild year. I mean, you you want to see if heedle can play with. You know, Booch, uh, I'm sorry, with Panarin. You know, you never know what's going to happen at the trade deadline if they do decide to move Strom. You know, who the heck is centering Panarin? So, you know, I think it makes sense to try Heedle up there, you know, in the top six for some of these games. Again, most likely, you know, we joke about next week they'll be in the playoffs, but, you know, they're not going to be in the playoffs. So, um, you know, you might as well try to get Heedle, you know, a little bit, you know, some runs, you know, in the top six with Panarin or or uh, Puchnevich and 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 see what he could do because he's going to be he should be a a big part of what's going on here the next couple of years you know within this with this rebuild and then hopefully contending for a cup. No, I'm sorry. Who's that? Uh, Hedl or Puchnevich? Hedl. Hedl. Yeah, sorry. definitely Hedl. And man, uh, you got to give uh, De- Tony Dia what a what a gorgeous pass that was, man. Tony's just been yeah. playing really well, man. Yeah, I again offensively, you know, the guy is is as good as any sort of blue liner right now. You know, defensively, you know, he's got he's got some issues, but you know that that that's okay. You know, I I could live with that offense. Uh, you know, I could live with some defensive uh, faults if it. You know, he's still putting up those numbers, but you know, he's a tough guy too. We we've talked about him on the show. Um, you know, wh- what do you do with him? Um, you know, are you going to pay him a lot of money? I've said he's a guy I'd like to keep around but you know with all the you know sort of the embarrassment of riches we have you know with these young defensive prospects and even young guys we have on the team right now you know he, he could be a guy you see go at the trade deadline i mean no, there's so many there's so many you know come i'm just come saying, on tony's not going anywhere there's so, such but, a good look, ranger man <laughs> yeah i mean look there's so and 
again, we talk about it every week. There's so many directions that they could go at this deadline, whether it's, you know, Kreider or Strom or Puchnevich or, you know, look, a guy I don't think we talk enough about who I, you know, we talk talking about Tony D'Angelo leaving is, is Shea. I mean, goodness, I hope they get rid of him. So if we could somehow well, he get had from, another point tonight. Yeah, no, he stinks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we can maybe attach him to like Georgiev or something, that would be, I, I would like that. You know, I could, I could go with something like that. And, you know, it, there's going to be some changes here, but the big, look, the big guy right now is Kreider. I mean, that is going to be the big decision that Gordon has to make, you know, out of, I think all of these guys, you know, you know, Strom is nice, but you know, look, he, he's replaceable. Um, you know, Georgiev is, look, I, I'd like to keep him around and, and have Shashorkin and, and Georgiev, you know, going forward as, as this young sort of Russian goalie tandem. But, you know, if he goes, look, we still have Shashorkin and, and Lundqvist will be a, a, a capable backup. But, you know, Kreider, man, ugh. I go back, I, I think I go back and forth on Kreider like every five minutes on whether or not I think trading him is a good idea. You know, my, my buddies and I, we were talking about this for a while that on, on Super Bowl on, on Sunday before the game. We were just talking Rangers. And, uh, you know, my buddy brought up a point that, you know, if you trade Kreider, the Rangers are literally going to spend the next three or four years looking for the next Kreider. So, I mean, does it make sense to try to figure out how to keep him here? Um, you know, the, but, you know, the... The other end of it is, are you willing to give him that seven-year deal? I mean, he turns 29, you know, I think in April. So by the end of that deal, you know, he's 36. I mean, what is what does Kreider look like at age 36, 35, 34? I mean, you know, is he still this big, strong guy? Is he, you know, obviously he's going to be on the decline, but, you know, how far, how far of a decline is, is that going to be? So, man. I, again, we do it every week. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in Gordon and JD's seat right now because that's a tough one. I'll be, I'll be shocked if he's not traded. You know, especially with the uh, that there's that extra buzz that's going on around the league right now as far as you know some of the top guys following stories and everything else. And uh, I would just be really, really shocked if he isn't moved. Um, but yeah, I mean, you bring up a great point. I mean, this is the. I mean, but this is the lineup. This is what we're looking at. This is the, you know, we've talked about it and everybody's talking about it and tweeting about it and screaming and yelling about it. You know, this this unique kind of talent pool that we have, you know, regardless of the team, right? You know, the the rebuild and the joking about the rebuild of the rebuild and, you know, something's going to something's gonna give here in the next couple of weeks at this trading deadline and then we're all going to sit back here and go, we're going to be angry, we're going to be upset, or we're going to be, you know, uh, we expected this and so on and so forth. But, you know, I think I was talking about it last week too. If they don't make any of these moves, because this is where J.D. and Gordon have to really kind of sit here, you know, with, with future, you know, money and the cap and uh, the expansion draft, all these different things. And we've talked about too, about, you know, hopefully enticing some other free agents down the road as well too. Um, how they're going to have to either stand pat or move on this. But, you know, who at the same token too, they might get, you know, an offer that they can't refuse, and, and, and maybe they're just in a um, – they're probably in a, in, a, in a better situation. I guess the driver's seat is what I'm trying to say, KD. You know, and, and Kreider's out there playing his heart out. You know, I have to say he probably wants to stay here. Most of these guys do. But, you know, he's got you know, to make a living and, and, and put himself in the best light. And I'm telling you, man, he's, he's been playing really well. And, uh, you know, this is unfortunately how it's been here the last couple of years with a lot of guys moving. 
And, you know, you keep saying, like I said, all the different, you know, pieces and the, and the parts that are, you know, either in the farm or uh, where we got to balance things out. This is just where, where the guys are out. So it's, I, it's, do you find it, Katie? I, I think, you know, last, real quick, I mean, me and you coming back and doing this this year, I, I think it's been as much fun as, it is, as, fun as it's been. It's, 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 it's frustrating as far as, you know, where the team is going to, you know, either turn or, or back up or go forward. Yeah. I mean, look, these, these type of things are, it's, it's good for our, our podcast because it gives us a, a bunch of stuff to sort of contemplate and discuss on the show. You know, I think as far as Carter goes, look, best case scenario would be you trade him for a huge haul and then you resign him in the off season. <laughs> you know, I, I, like you said, I think Kreider loves it here. Would like to stay here, but look, if, if JD and Gordon go to him, say, look, we're going to trade you for a contender. Go win yourself a Stanley Cup, and we'll talk over the summer. Let's bring you back. And, uh, you know, if you can get a first, and the rumors out there are, you know, first round pick and a top end prospect, you know, as a return for Kreider, like you said, that's tough to turn down. And, and look, yeah, I think the Rangers would have as good of a chance as any team. To re to sign him in the off season, and that would really be sort of dream scenario where you get this huge haul, and then you bring him back. Also, I mean that that would be some you know GM of the year type you know thievery by Gordon. So you know I, that that to me would be best case scenario. But the contract still needs to be there. If Kreider you know would would give the Rangers a little bit of a hometown sort of discount and, and take five years or four years or whatever it is. I mean, that would be huge. I mean, that would really set, forget it. This rebuild would, I, I'd be even more excited than I am right now. If they were able to get another first round pick, a huge prospect and then re-sign Friday to like a five year deal. Oh my goodness. That would be amazing. Why don't you send the guys an email, buddy? <laughs> I've, I've been emailing Gordon like for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I had oh. a restraining order like sent to my house. <laughs> oh man! And this, so. you know, and, and I, I still think my, uh, my crazy idea is not so crazy, man. The, the, you know, this whole thing with Hank here and well, we're trading all three goalies or wh- no, whatever. No, you I didn't say. say all, I, yeah, well, <laughs> that's extreme, but I'm down with trading two of them. You know, I mean, if if you can get it. So well, there's been rumors floating around these last couple of days. You know, it, there's definitely been some talk. I've been seeing, and I don't know how true it is. I mean, I know it oh, is sort buddy. of crazy buddy, if season. It happens, buddy. If it happens, buddy, I, you're been, throwing me a keg party, buddy. No, no, I don't know about both goalies, but there's been talk about Lundqvist potentially, you know, waving his no uh, move clause. I mean, you know, Brooksy had a thing, an article the other day where Brodor was talking about like he would have done it. Uh, I think Callahan was on NHL Network or whatever network he is, TSN or whatever he's on, was saying you know Lundqvist should do it. Uh, they, I saw a rumor of some, from some Carolina, former Carolina scout or somebody, I don't even know who he is, uh, but was saying that Carolina is real hot on, on potentially making a trade for Lundqvist. So, you know, there, there's some smoke out there, you know, Which, sometimes you where know, there's smoke, there's fire, man. But the Carolina thing to me is, I mean, they're only seven points ahead of us. I mean, they're, you know, I'm trying to look here at the, the place. I don't know. Is Hank going to be the answer for the Carolina Hurricanes? Does Hank go to Carolina? I just don't see him going there. Well, I think he's got to go, I, I think, like I said, what you I, talked about, is going to Colorado, or he's got to go to a big city where he's got some 
star power and a, a really solid chance to make a long run. I don't think Carolina's going to. They're a good team, all due respect and everything, but I don't. I just don't see Hank waving to go to Carolina. It's just not that kind of a, a franchise. I just don't think it's a way for where where Hank would end his career in Carolina. I mean, I just don't see it. They don't. The Canes don't really do anything for me, and I, I don't. I certainly don't see them doing anything for Hank. No, I mean, I agree with that. I'm just saying there are rumors out there that, you know, again, waving a new mo- no move clause, teams potentially interested in him. So, you know, it, it could be something. I, I'd be really, really surprised if that happens. But, you know, now that there's stuff out there, again, it, it, we're getting close to the trade deadline, so these type of things get out there, and there's usually no sort of, you know, credence to them. But, you know, who knows? And, again, you're right. I mean, Carolina is – like two points out of a playoff spot right now. I mean, you'd really think that they'd be, you know, a long, you know, the longest of long shots to somehow make a run to the cup. Uh, look, anything can happen, especially in the NHL playoffs we've seen. But um, yeah, I, you know, that's probably not a destination that, you know, Lundqvist is, is, you know, uh, looking to go to. So the Carolina knows. Hurricanes are not beating the Washington Capitals in a series. It's not happening. I mean, they're, they're I, they're not going to beat the Islanders. I mean, I know they did it last year, but the Islanders are just a different make this time around. I mean, I'm just kind of being hypothetical here in terms of, you know, uh, where they, I mean, they're not going to be Boston. You know, when you look at the top teams here, you know, Tampa and, and you know, you know Columbus, obviously, and Philly Point. I just don't, I don't see it, man. I just, I also don't see the Rangers trading him, you know, the same division, the same conference. I mean, why would they do that? That would be because torture. He's, because, because he stinks now. According to some Ranger fans. Oh. <laughs> Not me. Oh, I'm just kidding. Man. Actually, no. I mean, he proved the other night that like, he still got it. And again, you know, me, you know, my sort of mini rant there to open up the show you know, isn't because I think, you know, Lundqvist isn't good anymore or can't do it, why he shouldn't be playing. It's just that he's not part of the future. You know, he's not part of the plans. He's not part of the rebuild going forward, you know, and he could, you know, have a shutout every game for all I care. It still doesn't help us in the long run. So, you know, I, you know, I hate to come down on Lundqvist because of everything he's done for us. And, you know, hopefully we find a way to trade him. I mean, look, that's not the way he, you know, I want it wanted to end here with, with Lundqvist. But, you know, that's just the reality of what happens to, you know, great players late, you know, in their career. It gets a little messy at the end. I mean, look what what happened with Eli Manning with the Giants. I mean, it, it just doesn't end perfect a lot of times, you know, with with some of these, you know, great players. So, you know, you're right. Uh, you know, I hope- he should have retired after 2014. That image you know, of him I mean, sprawled on the ice. <laughs> you know, you know, I, that's right. That's awful, dude. You know, I I give like I I give Lundqvist credit for wanting to hang around after the letter, and you know the Rangers asked him if if you know he wanted to move, but you know and and you know he's a great all time Ranger. His jersey's going to go up in the rafters. He's going into the Hall of Fame and 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 all that stuff. But you know he probably should have at that point just been like you know what, just move me because. You know, I'll probably be put in a better spot. I could potentially win a cup. And, you know, he'll always be seen as an all-time great for the Rangers. But, you know, now here we are, you know, three-headed goalie monster and, uh, you know, trying to figure stuff out. So, yeah. Hey, look, uh, Katie, you, I, I, I think, you know, everything you're saying is right. And I, I But I think there's, there's still – he can do it this year. He can go this year. 
And, and do, think, what? Do, think, do what? Do what? Help go. us not make just the playoffs? Just let them go. Just let them oh, go. Oh, go. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm I saying. It. Just, I, I, I'm, I'm, look, I love the guy. You know, we all do. Even the people who hate him. Because you loved him when he was, you know, kicking ass for us and everything else. So, I don't, the, the Hank thing is, he's a, he's a Ranger legend. He's world class. He's a class act. He's just, he's New York all the way. It's, it's all that stuff. But I am so... You know, you got to just go, Hank. Go win a cup. I don't care if they get, you know, just a couple of, you know, magazine subscriptions and a bag of sticks and some pucks. I mean, as far as I'm concerned as a fan right now, because and, and I think more than anything, it's just the way the the engine's running right now for the Rangers. You know, I mean, for them to be bringing Shostorkin up, you know, the question is right now is where's Georgie? I mean, what do you what do you do with him? I mean, you know, it, obviously the. That's the best guy you're going to trade, but I'm, literally, I, literally, I, where is literally where yeah, is Georgie? Seriously, where is he? Where <laughs> is he right now? But let let Hank go. Let him let him go. Let him go win. Let him go try. Let him. It's not going to tarnish anything he's done here. You know, he might play another year or two with another team and come back here and retire his number and everything else. He put his blood, sweat, and tears. It's not going to happen this year, and it's obviously not going to happen next year either, and it probably won't happen in three years. So Hank and his family, I mean, I just he's got to turn around to the wife and kids say, look, let me let me go. Let me just go and go for it. I think it's the best thing for, for him more than anything. It's the most important thing is, is what's best for Hank. Forget about the Rangers right now as far as this situation is concerned because, like I said, we're okay. You know, Shesty's got it, and you know Georgiev is going to go too. I, I think I'm, I'm, a, I, I, I think Georgiev is the right heir apparent. I, I love the guy, I love the kid. I think he's just going to be great. I like him more than uh, Shesty. I, I, I honestly do, and and I think more than anything, we've seen Georgiev in more games. We've just seen him play longer. Obviously, shostorkin has been down on the farm. He's come up. He's had a couple of great bright spots with us, but we still don't know. In fact, as far as this goalie situation, none of us know how any of these guys can do in the long term. The guy who's gotten the most games, I guess, in a stretch has been um, has been Georgiev. And then I was hoping that uh, you know around that island, you know the last island of loss there that the uh, you know Quinn was going to let him go through the whole thing, and he didn't play him against uh, Columbus and everything else. But you know, so look, I, I just just I think just do us all a favor. And I'm tired of talking about this on the podcast every week. <laughs> yeah, I, look, yeah, I mean, I I think that, I mean, I don't know if Georgiev is better than, is going to be better than Chesjork. I mean, just, just looking at his performance tonight, he, he just was outstanding, especially in the, uh, the second period. He was making, you know, rapid fire saves there. And, uh, you know, the kid is going to be, he's going to be something else, so. Um, you know, look, if they end up, uh, trading both goalies, uh, you know, per your request, um, you know, I, I still think the Rangers are, are going to be fine with, with, you know, Shestjorkin for, for years and years to come. I think he's, look, he's the guy that they want to be the goalie moving forward. And, uh, which is why, you know, you're seeing all the, all the, uh, trade rumors with, uh, with Georgiev. So look, Hey, don't worry, Paulie. And what, what is it? Two weeks. It'll all be over. It'll all be over. It better be over, unless, man. Uh, unless unless they don't trade any of them, and we're dealing with this for the rest of the year. But you know, <laughs> and you're okay with Connor McStrom going too? Um, yeah. Look, I, I uh, he is ultimately like I, he's replaceable. I mean, you know, he's having a great year with with Panarin, but let's not you know let's not get too crazy about you know the type of year he's having. Like I and you know me, I I really like Strom. I think he's a great player, and I. I'd love to keep him around, but let's, 
you know, let's not get, you know, ridiculous here where we're giving him a huge contract. Again, the, the one thing that'll derail this rebuild is giving out bad contracts. And, and there's the potential there to do that with Strom because he's having this career year. He has this chemistry with Panarin. Um, but, you know, let's be honest, he's not a number one center. He's, uh, you know, a, a, probably a third line center on a very good team. So, uh, you know, we don't want to, you know, be giving him too, too big of a contract. And, and if you move him, you know, I, I think we'd be okay um, in the long term where, again, you're, you're probably getting some good pieces for him. You know, if you also end up training Kreider or whatever and you're getting other, you know, younger pieces, I, I, I think we'll be all right, uh, you know, if we, if we do lose him. I, I'm more concerned about giving him too big of a contract look if you can get him for another year because he has another year uh with the rfa status so you know if you can get another one year deal and maybe you know stretch it out uh, to see what you really have with him yeah maybe do that maybe that's the answer you know if you want to keep him around but um yeah i wouldn't go crazy if, if they did end up moving him well, look, my concern right now is, and I really want to get your take, is after two games, uh, your, your take on Philip D. Giuseppe. And his, <laughs> <laughs> his future he was, with the team. <laughs> he was getting, like, some first-line minutes the other night. So, you know, he, this guy's uh, he's like a dark horse to take over, I think. Well, all kidding aside, look, we, we're talking about the, the same circle. We'll see what happens here with Kreider and Strom and, and Buchnevich and and obviously the goaltending and everything else. Uh, your take here on some of the other uh, characters on the team here and how they've been playing. Anybody else standing out? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Heedle here has been uh, doing his thing. And, you know, uh, what, what, where, what, where's your Kako Mito right now? I mean, uh, what, what's happening there with him? <laughs> he, he, he's a young guy. He's 18 years old. Oh, he's learned in the league. <laughs> I'm going to hit all my, all my <sighs> points. No, I'm just kidding. Look, man, he's got to score a little bit. You know, I wouldn't you mind think? seeing a, I wouldn't mind seeing a couple of goals, Paul. It'd be nice to to see the kid score a little bit. You know, he's taking Second up a roster pick. spot right now, buddy. He's taking up a roster spot. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, I'm not. Again, I'm not going to go crazy over it. I'm just not. But you know. All right, how about this? I would, how about I, would, I wouldn't mind a couple of goals. <laughs> yeah. you know? All right, speaking of a couple of goals. Uh, Mika, just uh, let's talk a little bit about Mika here, how he's been playing. Hey, you know what's not been brought up here, and, and, and maybe I guess it obviously doesn't matter, but, you know, maybe it's just something else we can talk about here. As far as um, who do you think has been a, a strong leader on the team this year? Uh, if the, the team goes the rest of the way, obviously going the rest of the way without a uh, captain here. But any any projections or anybody you see on the team right now who could be given the C next year, uh, you know, let's let's do the hypothetical. Say Kreider stays. Let's throw him in the package there or whatever. But uh, talk about Mika. Uh, your thoughts on him, uh, his consistency, his steadiness, and then uh, give me your take on anybody that's sh- maybe shine a little bit as far as leadership on the team. Yeah, I mean, look, Zabinijad has been you know almost if he wasn't injured, he he's the, he's probably right there with Panarin, you know, as far as point total on the team, he's been phenomenal this year. I mean, his goal tonight was just ridiculous. I mean, just shelfing, you know, from from the top of the circle there when Kreider won the faceoff. By the way, Kreider winning faceoffs, another selling point. Again, we're, get, I'm, we're gonna get a haul for this guy anyway. <laughs> but I digress. Um, <laughs> stay, stay on target here, buddy. On task, buddy. On task. Yes. But um, you know, Zavanjad, he actually has ten points in the last seven games. 
you know, as well. So he's, you know, just as hot as anybody else, you know, on this team. But, you know, you had mentioned before just the the skill level throughout this lineup. And, and he's right there at the top with, you know, as good of a year as Panarin. We're always talking about Panarin. You know, I feel as though, you know, Zabinijad has been sort of overlooked a little bit, you know, this year with all the success of Panarin and Strom sort of coming out of nowhere and now Kreider sort of turning it on. Zabinijad has been, you know, a real steady, you know, goal scoring presence this year. Again, you know, he was out a little bit with the injury earlier in the year, but uh, he's been phenomenal. And, and you talk about leadership. You know, I was down on him in the beginning of the year as far as a captain. I, I, you know, I don't. And again, I'm not in the locker room, so I don't know. I don't know if he's a commanding presence in the room. He definitely seems like a guy who likes to keep it light um, and and a joking around type guy, which is great. I mean, you, you need those type of guys on the team. I just don't know if he has that sort of like presence that you would need from a captain like you know, and, and you can't compare people to, you know, Mark Messier, but that kind of presence within the locker room, I just don't know if he has it. You know, the one guy I would say on the range who probably does is Kreider. Um, you know, I, I could see him, you know, being able to sort of give that, you know, look across the locker room, you know, at a guy that he needs, you know, to get in line or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. So Kreider to me is the, is, I would say the, if he's going to stay and they're going to give him a long-term contract, whether it's five years or seven well, years, whatever Are we supposed is, to be talking I, about Mika? What are you doing to me? No, 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 no. <laughs> you said Mika, and then you said talk about other people no, as far as leadership. Again. Well, well, I'm bringing him up within <laughs> the question and the parameters that, that you gave me here. I'm tired of hearing his name, KD. <laughs> Holy. He's going to be your next captain. Oh, all right. <laughs> so get used to it. Got it out. No, so, I right. mean, other, you know, other than that, I don't really, I mean, not going to give it to Stahl. Um, Why not? So. <laughs> be a nice, nice nod before they put yeah, his number ca- up in the rafters. Ca- I was going to say captain in the press box next year. Ooh. So, <laughs> it's true. He, he, he's not going to get much playing time next year. So, you know. For me, I, I think it comes down to, again, obviously it has, if Kreider isn't traded away, I mean, to me, it's got to come down to those two. I mean, I can't even, th- you know, uh, Panarin, I, you know, I, I don't know, Truba maybe, he, he may be a guy that, that you can go, I, I I just think Kreider is the guy if he's around. I, I just don't see anybody else being it. He has to, if they re-sign him to a long-term deal, he has to be the captain. I, I just don't even think there's a question. Yeah, no, I think it's a good call. If that eventually does happen and they do decide to hang on to him, I mean, he's got to be the, the leader to become the leader. Um, my my money's on Truba eventually uh, just because um, I just think, you know, down the road, I mean, he's just getting started here uh, with the team. But um, I just think he's going to evolve into that guy. But we'll see what happens. It's, it's, it's so far down the road. But, I mean, you know, as far as, you know, the team, you know, off the ice uh, outside of um, – you know, Anderson, uh, they're pretty boring as far as nobody's causing any, you know, controversies. You know, uh, we don't have any Averys on the team anymore, and um, they're all pretty much uh, company line guys. You, you don't really, you don't see anything, you don't hear anything. You know, even this whole, you, you got you to gotta commend Georgiev and Hank, too. You, you don't really see too much of, um, 
you know, they could they could probably you know you know speak their minds to to things, but the, you know you don't see any of that stuff. So they're they're kind of like a a model franchise here as far as the the whole team is concerned. Everybody's kind of you know with all the line changes, with all the ups and downs, the back and forth, and and we've seen it too. And you know, I, I think it's a great thing about the team when they do score, uh, the camaraderie on the team. So I think collectively as a team regarding leadership and cohesiveness. Uh, everybody kind of finding their way, uh, the young age, um, you know, the second-year coach, the system. I think we should be pretty proud of this team as far as, you know, hanging in there. And and, and now with all the trade stuff that's going on, too, they're, they're really quite impressively handling themselves all pretty well. I, I don't think anybody's causing any trouble. Um, I, I don't think, you know... Uh, DQ hasn't have to really bench too many guys too many times as far as, you know, the, the Quinn bin and everything. It's been here and there, but it hasn't been a, a steady storyline as far as the team is concerned, uh, you know, every week. I think myself, too, noticing Quinn, too. I mean, he's just – I think he's really kind of – he's progressing, man. I think he's really developing into a, into a pretty darn good coach. And I think eventually down the road when the assets do kind of all come to fold – um, I think he, he's going to be um, he's going to be quite all right here in, in New York, and I think uh, you know the, the one thing that we were concerned about I brought up too is the spiral and everything else. But so collectively, you know, just stepping back and thinking about the whole thing right now without a captain and everything else, I think the whole team is has been pretty pretty darn impressive, and I think we should be proud of them as far as the the way they've been handling themselves through all the different storylines and, and the stagnation of. Uh, you know, having to wait here for the the trade deadline. So, um, what what's your take on that as far as the whole team? Yeah, I mean, I obviously you had some of the issues early on with uh, you know Kravtsov heading back to Russia, and actually now that he's back, he's been sort of a you know you meant like a model citizen down there. Actually, I think he's and he's been playing pretty well down there too. I mean, I don't really follow him that often, but I saw um, some some stats today just that you know he's he's putting up some points and, you know, shooting the puck a lot. And, and you're just not hearing from him, which is good. You know, he's not hearing about him wanting to go back to Russia. So, you know, I think he realized, you know, sort of looked himself in the mirror when he, he was over in Russia and said, look, if I really want to be in the NHL, you know, I just got to put my head down, work, and, and, and I'll eventually get there. So that that's good. And, again, the Anderson thing seems to have, you know, quieted down and sort of not necessarily worked itself out but it, it, at least it's you know been taken care of for now where it's not a, a any kind of distraction and you know as far as the the current roster and the team you know i think that they've all just sort of bought into what's going on right now they they realize that you know there is a plan in place and uh they're all buying into it you know panarin obviously knew what he was dealing with truba obviously knew what he was dealing with when they you know, decided to, um, you know, sign contracts. I know Trouba was traded here, but, um, you know, he did sign a contract. So, you know, they, they understand what, what's what's happening here. They're, they're going to be dealing with a lot of young players. They're looking to them to sort of nurture these young guys and, and take a leadership role in, in, in this rebuild. And uh, they've, they've bought it. I mean, you know, and, and when you're dealing with, and I mentioned that, that Sabanajad is sort of that sort of fun-loving guy and, and, you know, has, you know, sort of a fun relationship with Kreider. And, you know, they've sort of had that. They used to have that with, like, Zuccarello. So I think their locker room is, like, a real light sort of joking around type locker room. And, that you know, and that, that definitely helps when the guys, like, genuinely like each other. 
So it, it seems that's the case with them because you always see them with their arm around each other or sort of joking around and, you know, giving like, like Kreider's giving like Zabanish had like piggyback rides off the ice after, you know, wins and stuff. So, you know, that, that stuff's great. Um, so yeah, I, I think the team is bought in. They re- the, I think, and that goes to sort of the um, management, you know, within the team, you know, laying out, look, here's the letter. This is what we're doing. They're being honest about it, you know, with the players. This is what we're doing. There's no, you know, mystery to what's going on. Like, what is the plan around here? Well, the plan is that we're rebuilding. We're bringing these young guys in. We're going to, you know, we may have some lean years here a little bit, but at least these guys know it. They know what they're up against. And and that helps. It's, you know, it's, I think it's with the front office being honest with, with the players leads to that leads to less frustration because they know what's going on. They know what direction this team is going in. Does the fan base know what's going on? <laughs> the fan base have, no, the, I, does, no, let me ask you, does, does the fan base, are they going to be able to kind of really be serious about this rebuild and, and handle it? What's well, your take I mean, on that? Whether they will or not, I mean, the the organization has outlined what's going on, you know, so that's up to the individual fan as to whether they, they could be patient or not. But this is what's happening. Again, you know, it's funny that you brought this up again. I was saying my buddies and I were talking about the Rangers. We were we were talking about the same exact thing that, you know, where if you're like a Knicks fan, you have no idea what's going on. You're like, are they rebuilding? Do they just not know what's going on? Like, what is happening here? With the Rangers, they at least have been able to brand, you know, what is going on here. We wrote the letter where we're selling off our top players to bring in, you know, draft picks and prospects. So, you know, the fans should know what's going on. I mean, you could be frustrated that they're not making the plans, but I'm sorry. You really can't be mad about it because this is what they're doing. And, And the goal of it all is to be a cup contender. I mean, sure, the Rangers could be sort of like a, a meddling team, you know, in the middle of uh, the standings every year and maybe sneak in, you know, to the wild card spots or maybe get that third position in, in the Metro every year. Maybe every once in a while they were going to run, but, you know, never really have a chance. Or you could build this thing right where you're a top team for the next decade, you know. So yeah, if you're a fan, you should be loving this. This is This is what you hope for. You don't want them to sort of, be again this sort of middling team and 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 you know, struggling to get in and hoping when they do every like three or four years that they can make a run you know when maybe they they shouldn't you know it's sort of like what happened you know with the rangers cup run in in 14 you know uh, you know they weren't supposed to go anywhere they they sort of caught you know magic there with with saint louis and you know everything that went on there and um, and, and were able to make a run to the cup. You know, they got, I don't want to say they got lucky, but, you know, no carry price in, in, in the conference finals there, and, and it, it helped out. So you, can, you can't just sit around and hope that everything breaks right for you, um, you know, and, and for a, a team that may not be an elite team. You need to turn your team into an elite team um, so you can dominate, again, for for a decade or so. So I think, if you're a fan who hasn't bought into that or don't see that that's at least what they're trying to do, I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, the other thing you look at, too, the the league itself, I don't think is really firing on all cylinders as far as, you know, a, a, an elite league, so to say. I, I, I've just been noticing, too. I mean, I'm looking at the standings here, right? So there's, there's only, um, 
you know, there's only five teams that have hit 70 points, right? And, and, and even look at Columbus now is up there at 67. They've gone ahead of the Islanders. And you, you drop down, you know, to where the Rangers are here, you know, in, in 23rd league-wide. And as far as who's above them, Montreal, Winnipeg, Nashville, Chicago, uh, there's a whole huge pack there. And then, you know, the teams, you know, below them, Minnesota, above them. You got all these teams here with, with the – I mean – with the trade deadline here, you know, I guess this will be the fun part. I mean, Rangers aren't the only team that are that are that far out of the the drift here. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of teams that are going to cause a lot of trouble for the the teams that are up front, up ahead of them, and and the the gap as far as you know. Um, where those teams can kind of pull away and, and cause a lot of trouble because when, there's just a bunch of teams that are probably they're all in the same. It, it, maybe it's not. It's what I'm trying to say is it, they're not in the same situation, right? So the Rangers have this unique thing, right? It's a rebuild. They got all these young guys. They got the goalie situation, and everything else, but they're right in the pack with a bunch of teams that that don't have that same kind of issue. They've got their the, the, like you know the the, the Maple Leafs and uh, you know Vegas uh, who you know went to the finals there two years ago and everything else and and uh, Nashville. There's been some coaching changes and everything else. Uh, you know Buffalo was kind of playing good at the beginning of the year here. Uh, you know I'm just looking at the team. So th- again, maybe you know the leadership, the, the you know Coach Q or you know you know 52, 53 games coming up here. Um, in in the big picture. You know, watching the struggles of this team, if you compare them against a lot of the other teams in the league, they're holding their own. And the only thing the Rangers haven't done this year, and it's the only thing they kind of haven't really accomplished out of everything else that they've done this year, shown us the talent. They've had the uh, they 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 really haven't been blown out in a long time. They've got the three great, great goaltenders, the only thing, but they haven't been able to put that long stretch uh, a run of games. Obviously, three out of four here. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with Buffalo coming in and the Kings. I mean, they should beat those two teams at home here. And then again, you're kind of like, you know, well, I am. You know, I'm kind of, you know, clasping my fists here and hoping, hey, man, we can get a, a couple of runs here before we go out to Winnipeg and Minnesota and, and back to Columbus here. So um, they're they're kind of in this middle pack for for a young team and a second year coach and you know three goalie system. Uh, and everything else, so it's really not that bad as far as this team. So we get to the trading deadline and make a couple of moves here. Um, you know, they're they're kind of you know they're not really they don't they're not standing out uh, as 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 such a bad team when you look at the rest of the uh, you know the standings. Uh, are you are you ready for some breaking news, Paulie? Are you ready? Yeah. The Toronto Maple Leafs have acquired goaltender Jack Campbell. And forward Kyle Clifford from the Los Angeles Kings. Really? So, no Georgia? Oh, man. Now what are we going to do? <laughs> They're not trading him. He's not being traded. Unbelievable. He had to goalie monster for the rest of the season. <laughs> well, is Ronto really the only other team? Is that it? No, I can't imagine that there aren't other teams calling. And, and maybe, maybe Carolina is. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or uh, Trevor Moore, Columbus's third round pick in 2020. Well, hold on a second, though. That could be the first trade. So hang in there. So maybe the Rangers now will send them and get Campbell. You know, you know, I'm just kind of throwing that out there, but that might only you're getting be the, crazy now. That might only be the first <laughs> part of it, man. <clears throat> I don't know, man. 
I can't yeah. see Toronto settling for that. Yeah, I mean, look, that I mean, obviously they were in need of a uh, of goaltending. Anderson got hurt. I mean, you know, Campbell's numbers are actually pretty good. I'm I was going to say, what are Campbell's numbers? I mean, he's I mean, he has a losing record this year. But I mean, the Kings are terrible. But his goals against average is two point eight five this year. I mean, he has a career two point five eight goals against average. Um, let's I see. Yeah, be, safer, I, I, I safe, can't believe safe. that that's it for Toronto. There's going to be another move. Yeah, save percentage is nine hundred. I mean that that's not great. Nine twenty eight last year. Um you know, fifty eight total NHL games. You know, they I mean he's a former first round pick. You know, so the guy's you know, got pedigree. He's a good goalie, but yeah, I don't know. I look I is is he the is he their answer? Is he who they're choosing over your gift? You know, I don't know. I mean I, I that would be interesting if they would make, you know, a trade for for two goalies you know before the deadline that would be that would be interesting but you know that definitely throws a monkey wrench in a lot of what you know we're seeing out there as far as um who's the other guy in the trade? rumors who the other guys who's, uh, the, who's the other guy that toronto got uh kyle clifford forward forward How's Clifford's numbers? I'm just I'm just seeing if those two guys are coming to the Rangers. That's I'm just kind of curious. <laughs> you think they're just going to take the entire trade from the Kings and send them to the no, Rangers? Maybe that's I don't the think Rangers. that's happening. Well, I'm, I don't know. Like to me, you know, I mean, look, they're only what uh, Toronto's only two points out of a wild card spot here. So, but they have to make the playoffs, man. There's so much pressure on that franchise. They have. Yeah. to. I just don't think that's the blockbuster deal that the Toronto Maple Leafs are. Uh, you know, unless they're just sitting back and they don't, they don't really care. Well, like uh, I said, I think that I, I think beyond just the goaltend, they're not going anywhere if they don't fix that defense either. Oof, they're yeah. atrocious. But a little us? breaking news here. Us? That's pretty good. Look at you, you're on, on the Gold spot. Rangers Radio. <laughs> uh, I'm multitasking. I'm on Twitter. I'm talking to you. You are man. Oh, that would have been something. <sighs> if it was Georgiev, ratings would have been through the roof, Paul. <laughs> How many other Ranger podcasts are on air right now, right? <laughs> that's that's what we have to kind of, you know, search out there and find out what's going on. Um, all right. I, I, don't, I don't get it, but, you know, congratulations to the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> but, uh, hey, look, hell of a job by the boys tonight. We'll take that. Um, nice job against the Wings here. Uh, obviously, the Detroit, you brought it up pretty well there against Dallas, I should say. Uh, and now uh, looking ahead here, I, I think they can uh, take these two games this week. And, and uh, you know, I think they're just going to stick in the fight here, KD, as far as going forward. I mean, you know, this is the uh, the mosaic that we have going on here and watching these guys just kind of, you know, paint a different story every night here as, as far as what's going on. But I think this, yeah, is, I what's, mean, this is what's no, going to happen. They're going to they're gonna pull us in and out here for the rest of the way. Yeah, and this, look, and you were talking about this before, before I, you know, brought in the, the breaking news here. Before I, you know, tried to get the ratings through the roof with, with the breaking news. Exactly. Yeah. See, we need that. Where, where are you with the sound effects? Boy? You're supposed to be producing this show. Dude, Damn. two minutes before we went on, you said we shouldn't do the show. No, I said. This is what I have to deal with, ladies and gentlemen. I, this this I, character, the jokester here. I said if they would have given up the lead, we were, I wasn't going to do I the have show. the text. I will, fo- I will screenshot it and I will put it out there, KD. You didn't say that. Reading comprehension, Paulie. Come on. That's what I wrote. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. We're, we're kind of all over oh, the place. Oh, parody. There's, par- yes, I was, there's parody. parody in, 
in the league. Yeah, you're right. There's only a, you know a few elite teams out there, and because of the parity in the league, sure, the the Rangers are going to be hanging around. You know that sort of playoff line. Um, you know for the rest of for the rest of the season. You know unless they just get rid of everybody at the trade deadline, but you know they'll be around. It'll be exciting. You know, they'll get within probably like five points at some point. You know something like that. We'll all get excited. Oh my god, they're going to go on a run and. It won't happen, and, and that's fine. But, again, it's not about wins and losses this year, Paulie. How many yeah. times have I said that this year? We should have a counter. How many times I've said this year it's not about wins and losses? I'll say 37. 37 times. 18 How about podcasts, this? 37 will, times. Will Panarin have more points this year, or will I say it's not about wins and losses? Panarin's going to beat you by a landslide, buddy. He's going to beat you by a landslide. I'll definitely give him that. There's no doubt about it. Um, anybody else you want to talk about on this team right now? Any anything? You know, the Lindy Ruff um, storyline has really gotten quiet, man. I haven't heard anybody call for his head. Uh, you certainly haven't. Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, how's old Lindy doing for you? Yeah, I mean, he's turned the defense into god from god awful to mediocre. So mediocre, you know, all right. He's got that going for him. No, the, the defense has been – look, it's been better. It's, it hasn't been great, but it's definitely been better. So, look, that's what happens. The, the team is playing well. You know, why would you why would you criticize Ruff? So, you know, look, at young, young team, and, and look, maybe it just took a while for them to, to figure it out. And there's still a ton of uh, defensive, you know, issues with this team, and they, they were mixing up the, the defensive units a little bit. Um, but you know tonight they they were back with with Trouba and Shea and and Lindgren and Fox again and you know Fox is getting some some PK time which is which is good to see uh, you know that'll definitely help things out on on the PK which, which which is good so yeah look you know Lindy Ruff is since he's been here like the defense has been terrible um, but you know the guy's been a successful head coach I mean he knows the game I, I, guy knows what he's doing. Um, but you know, when the team isn't performing, well, he's going to come down on you. That that's just the way it works. Uh, the coaches, you know, the head coach or the, uh, assistant coaches are always going to get blamed and they're always going to be the ones who are fired. So, you know, his head was on the chopping block. The defense has been better. So the chatter goes away. I mean, that, that's, you know, what happens. Well, I'm, I'm just a little disappointed because I would, I really enjoyed it when you used to go off on them. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. so, so now you're you're hoping for the no, Rangers' no, defense no, no, to no. play poorly, so I can <laughs> I could uh, attack them. Come on, you know I've moved, I've focused, taken my focus off of Ruff, and I've put it squarely on the three headed goalie monster. So, you know, you at least have that to look forward to. Me losing my mind over that. All right, Coach Delory, who are you starting against Buffalo? And the Kings, are you, are you throwing uh, this charade in? It was did we we find out where Georgiev is? What is the deal? I mean, isn't that crazy? I, now you sit here and look at this upcoming schedule, and you go, "Who the hell plays next?" Well, no, you're right because, like, to me, you can't not play Shestorkin, you know, against Buffalo because I I thought he was phenomenal tonight. I thought he was really good, but you know, if you don't play Georgiev. He like hasn't played. I'm, I'm like looking. When was that Island the game? One, two. It's over two weeks ago, and he feels he will not have played in like for like three weeks. Like that's just insane. And like, that doesn't make can... any sense if he's a is if he's a valuable trading piece. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. 
Yeah, I mean, look, they had the all-star break and they had like the bye week. So that, you know, that leads to the three weeks off. But, you know, that's even like, when are you going to play this guy again? Maybe he plays against Buffalo, but like, how can you do that to just your kid then? The guy has been playing great, you know? So it's, again, and and the guy who shouldn't be playing is Lundqvist. I mean, you just can't. Again, I, I've gone over it like a million times. You just, he shouldn't be playing. <laughs> That's it. I, I need to say, I need to take <laughs> Folks, my Folks, if, if you're out. Paulie. For everybody who's go ahead, listening. Go ahead. Everybody, you can, you can start to hear. Just we don't know where to go with this anymore. It's no, so exactly. frustrating. I mean, what the hell, man? <laughs> I'm changing the subject. All right, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What do we What do we change the subject to, right? I'm throwing tons of stuff at you here. I think we've gone through everything, right? Um, and 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 this this is the problem right now. I'm sitting here. I'm looking at the paper. I'm looking at the team. I mean, they've kind of straightened things out defensively a little bit. Obviously, the shots have come down. Um, you know, the guys up front are, you know, chipping in the goals here and there. You know, uh, you brought up a great point against the Dallas game. They play pretty well, even though they lost. So, they, you know, uh, it's funny because uh, Carp, uh, you know, from the Athletic, he was like going off, same old ranges, same old ranges, and there wasn't any bright spot. He didn't see any bright spot in losing to Dallas the other night, you know. And I'm sure this uh, half of the fan base probably feels the same way. I, I actually, you know, after the games, eh, same old ranges, you know what I'm saying here. They went to, you know. Uh, lose one. It's just like, it's like one of those things like, hey, yeah, they beat Detroit, beat Detroit, you got Dallas home, beat them, beat them. Oh, they lost. Okay. So then we come back here, uh, you know, tonight, and, you know, they played a great game here tonight. There's no doubt about it. And now it's like, okay, let's go again and let's see what happens. And and this gets back into the, you know, uh, you know, do, do, how, how much do we invest our emotions and souls into this team? Because they're, they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. We don't know what the trade deadline is. The goalie, this, this, you know, we keep coming back to the goaltending situation. So as far as, you know, what's to talk about? I mean, it's like as as fun as everything has been, I think we're getting to a point right now where we're all really sitting back here and we can't wait for the trade deadline because we need we need pieces to move so we can change the goddamn storyline and stop talking <laughs> about the goaltending situation and what if and this about Kreider and that about, you know, Strom and it's like, uh, you know, I'm sitting here and we're talking about it and, and I'm like going, where do, where else do we go? I don't know, Paulie. Good night, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just think that everybody just needs to enjoy the fact. Oh, say, come on! Paulie, Paulie, <laughs> that, that, look, they're, they're re- I, I say this all the time. They're rebuilding. Enjoy it. <laughs> You know, it could be, you know, we, we went through it, Paulie. We're, all, we're a little bit older than maybe some of the people listening. You know, we went through the beginning of that save era where he was just throwing money at problems. And, you know, this is this is good. This is good stuff, you know. And, and what's going to happen at the deadline is, yeah, it's important. And we're all sort of on edge and on what it's going to be. But this is fun, man. This is, this is what it's we all need, about. This is exciting. We need to move jersey sales. We gotta get some new guys in here and some other guys out. I'm excited by all this. This I love all this. I love talking oh. about you know what what who they're gonna trade or how they're gonna trade. I mean, I I'm frustrated by the goalie thing, but I I, I enjoy talking about it. It's definitely fun. You know what, Kate? Let's um, talk about the goalie situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what does get me frustrated, Paulie? I'll tell you what gets me frustrated. I'm listening. Is buddy. that you know? We as a Ranger fan base, and I'm sure this is this goes on with 
you See, know, I thought I, you were going to say me and you as a dynamic duo, but no, okay, go ahead. <laughs> What's frustrating, Paulie, is that we're not the number one hockey podcast in the U.S. right now. <laughs> we did get up to eight. We were up to 18 this, this, uh, but this past week. That's not what we're about. Is... We're, we're not about chart positions, buddy. It's not what I am. I am. <laughs> I love bragging about that stuff. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted you. It's all—it's all about the ego. It's all about my ego, Paulie. I feel I good when, when we're know. up on the charts. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, good night, everyone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what gets me frustrated with with this fan base, and I'm sure it's like this with a lot of fan bases. Just like you know, this divide that you know we have now, and I and, and again, I just think it's in 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 hockey in general, where you you know where fans of a certain team like like they, they turn players in, into like just such polarizing figures i mean you look at like the fan base like during a game is just like at each other's throats when it comes to like strome because you know half the fan base is like wants to keep him and and you know thinks he's a talented guy and you know, obviously he's working with Panarin, and the other fan base is like, "Oh, it's all inflated. It's all Panarin. We need to trade him." Blah blah blah. And it turns into such like, uh, you know, when when Strom scores, it's like you know the Strom people sort of puff out their chests, and when Strom goes into a scoring drought, you know the anti-Strom people puff out their chests, and you know another guy is is Buchnevich, and it's sort of like the opposite. Like the people who hate Strom are so pro, not hate Strom, but that that's a little bit harsh. But people who are you know uh, criticize Strom or. or diminish sort of what he is you know are all you know on Buchnevich and it's funny the people who are all over Strom and defend him you know criticize Buchnevich whenever they can I just you know Paulie when we were younger and all the young people listening yeah you could do the okay boomer um, <laughs> it was so long ago <laughs> I know you know I I felt like you, you sort of like loved everybody on the team, right? Like, you know, wasn't no, like this when I was a kid? Like, no, this... no, no. I used to come on, man. What? Mark Hardy, Randy Muller, they used to drive me crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. But those were like bad guys on the team. I mean, well. we're we're like you know, like Buchnevich is like a good player. Like Strom has been a good player, and we have people, uh, you know, and we're still somehow like fighting about it like why are we fighting on about strom he's having a career year we should all be doing freaking cartwheels that we completely just ransacked edmonton on on that trade and like buchnevich is like a third round draft pick and he's turning into and he turned into a a a solid nhl like you know i don't know we should be like shouldn't everybody be sort of celebrating that like i don't understand why everybody like you know and i get it it's sort of like the analytic side versus like the eye test side and it, but it, it turns it turns so petty and that like just like completely bothers me sometimes it's like well if you'd rather have strom than than buchnevich or you're like a neanderthal like you know dumbass who doesn't know you know anything and if you're you know if you like strom I'm sorry, if you like Buchnevich over Strom, you're like an analytical, you know, computer guy who obviously never played the game before. It's just like it devolves into such like like people can't even have like a regular like argument anymore and be like, oh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying about Buchnevich. You're right. He's not scoring. But, yeah, you know, he does. You know, he possesses the puck a lot and he's doing a lot of great things out there. It's sort of like, oh, he's terrible and he's lazy because, you know, he's not scoring. And then, you know. 
Or the other side is like, oh, yeah, Strom is having, I, you know, he's scoring all these goals and everyone's like, well, it's because he's on a line with Panera and he'd be terrible if he wasn't. It's just like, well, he's not. He, he's he's on a line with Panera and he's doing well. Like, it, it just, like, devolves. And, look, that's just, unfortunately, I think it's just, like, Twitter. I mean, because, you know, if you just are on there, it's like everybody's fighting about, like, Trump and, and you know, hockey. There's all name-calling and nobody's, like, can compromise on anything anymore with these things or come to a like agree to disagree type thing. It's, it's so frustrating, Paulie. Those days are over, buddy. That's I know. It. Just, just what, hold on what, tight what to the happened? people you love, the people that are close. Like, you know what? You know, if like, you got a dog, I, I, if you have a dog I, or a pet, that's, that's about it. That's, you know, <laughs> like, you know, why can't people just like get a white claw, <laughs> watch the game? Like, you know, it, really when you have, you know, when I'll you tell have, you a, why. You know who's you know what the the problem is? Let's just stick with the Rangers, right? You know who's causing all the trouble? You know all this angst with the other guys, you know, Strom, uh Buchnevich, uh you know, you know who's causing the trouble here? It's Capo Caco. <laughs> this guy the when he when he got drafted and he and he played in the juniors and everything else and the big hype and all that other stuff, this guy was supposed to be lighting the lamp up for us. He's not doing it. So you think Cabo we're, we're so you he's so we're up a roster spot. I don't even know why <laughs> he's you know he could be doing all this stuff down in the AHL. But I'm telling you, everybody's suffering from Capo Caco not delivering. So, you, so, so we're redirecting <laughs> our Capo Caco anger anger onto Strom and Puchnevich. Okay, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got it. That's what's going on here because deep down inside. Everybody, they you know, like I said, you and your hospitality, and he's a young kid, <laughs> and he needs a couch and a blanket and all that stuff. Everybody's pissed that this kid isn't lighting a lamp. He's not taking care of his part of the deal. He's become just a fourth-line, you know, right-winger, and he's just chilling down there, and, and everybody's mad. It's Capo's <laughs> fault, man. Get, get, tell him to get his act together because he's the one that's causing it. Nobody wants to admit it. It's Capo Caco. He's the problem, and they better figure it out or set him down or trade. Put, you know, trade Capo, man. He's just not carrying his weight. There, I said it. <laughs> it could be that or, or people think everything's binary, you know. <laughs> it's either it's got to be black or white, you know. It's either you're all in with somebody or not. But, yeah, I, I think I buy into your uh, Capo Caco theory. <laughs> Minus 19, seven lousy goals, <laughs> 10 assists. Holy. Oh, he, oh, he got remember the, all the, the, the oh. jersey. What number is he going to pick? All that other stuff, blah, blah, blah. That's it. That's the only oh. highlight we got. The first game, he scored the big goal in the first game. That's it. There are no more. That's it. It's the seven other Capo Caco highlights. That's it. We don't have any Caco highlights, and it's driving everybody insane. Paulie, how old are you? I am a young, handsome 50. Capo Caco could be your son. And you're getting angry at somebody who could be as old as your son. You know, Austin He's... Matthews came in at 18 and he lit up the lamp. <laughs> Johnny Gaudreau came in and he lit up the lamp. I mean, there's a bunch of other guys out here that came into this league. Look at John Tavares. Look at Sidney Crosby. Look at Alice Ovechkin. Not... Come on, man. Where, this... what, is, what has Capo Caco done for the New York Rangers. Outside it's of not what a cool he, name. It's not, it's not what has he done so far. It's what will he do. 
And you still look at it that way. That's not what Capo Caco has done for your team. What What has your team done for Capo Caco? What what I'm going to say to you now, what I'm going to say to you now, Paulie, after your little Capo rant, is your, your, when he is the league MVP in five years, no, when he's the league MVP in five years, you are not allowed to celebrate it. He's going to be playing on HV17 with Anderson. <laughs> if he doesn't get his act together, pal, he's going to be banished to some Siberian hockey team or some Finland beer league team if he doesn't get his act together. I mean, Quinn's trying, right? He's putting him on with everybody, power play time. He's getting everything. He doesn't have the touch, man. There's no finish there. I mean, he is Finnish, but there's nothing, there's nothing <laughs> going on, man. Let's, let's yeah, talk about the elephant in the room here, all right? It's Capo Caco. He's bringing this team down. They could probably be in a wild card spot, probably in a playoff run right now, if this kid was putting the points up. Man, I just opened up, like, such a can of worms of, <laughs> of like, anger God, with you I'm right listening. now. I'm listening. Defend him. This, this is this is bordering on child abuse towards this guy right oh, now. I'm going to call up uh, DSS Calling right Calling it now. like oh it is, God. man. You know, you and your rainbows and none of that wins and losses. <laughs> no, the, kid's look, been a, the kid's been a dud. Let's just call it that way. He, I'm saying it. He's been a dud. <laughs> he has been. Look, I, you know me. I've, I've, yes, I've been defending him. No, he's been a disappointment. He's Thank been you. a disappointment. Thank you. I found oh, yeah. it on tape. No, I, on I, tape. I can't. I can't disagree with that. And should he probably be down in AHL right now? Probably. Thank you. They should Thank probably send him down there for the rest of the year. Just say, look, figure it out. Thank I you. mean, that's unconventional. Give me some Kratzoff. I want to see some Kratzoff. <laughs> give me some he'll, be, he'll probably be worse. But, you know, <laughs> leave, leave Kratzoff down there. Send Capo down there. Say, look, man, just get down there, you know, figure it out. Enjoy yourself. And, uh, you know, go down for the rest of the year. I mean, look, that that's a bit of an embarrassment for him. Again, yeah, he was supposed to come in here and score, you know, 20, 25 goals this year. And, you know, obviously that's not Seven. happening. So Seven goals. Seven. Seven goals. Oh, man, he is awful. Goodness, great. <laughs> I think that's what he You know, did. so, <laughs> look, look, again, this team is, is going nowhere this year. And and even if they are, I mean, it doesn't look like he's going to be helping them get there. Um, so, yeah, look, the best thing for him maybe long term is sending him down to the AHL. Let him hopefully dominate down there and then, uh, you know, get him ready for next year. That's fine. I'm not against doing that right now because, yeah, I mean, he's really not doing anything right now. I mean, well, in, all right. You know, so now let's we had some fun there in all seriousness now in all seriousness now. Oh, wait, you weren't serious. No, just yeah, I am serious about this <laughs> because just, I, I think I know, it's something that nobody's. I mean, at least we haven't really focused on it too much, and and as far as I'm concerned, it seems to just been kind of pushed to the side. I don't know what other podcasts, other fans, other Twitter accounts, and all that other stuff are doing. You know, for me, you know, when you got a guy like that who's not really there's, there's no he's not jumping, it's not happening. So, yeah, is he is he if, is could. Could he just use that, or even that experience, to be told to you know go down and, and get that experience, you know, like Heedle went through and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, and give him a chance to, you know, I, I don't know if he's being babied, he's, he's being protected, and I know they rave about him and he's um, he's mature for his age and everything else and stuff like that, but I guess you know at some point, if you're not you know fifty, you know he's played forty eight games here, if you, you just he's not really he's not giving us the star power that he. 
pretty much came in with with the draft is what I'm trying to say. And yeah, I agree with you. He's a young kid and he's got to develop. But does he need to be developing with the you know with the top team? Shouldn't he be down there? And, and maybe we try and get a couple of the guys up here and, and see what else happens. I, you know, that's that's in all seriousness. He's a dud. And, and, and let's let's let's. You know, at this point now, is it just too late, right? So, fifty-two games in, another, you know, whatever it is, thirty games here. What's the point, you know? Um, but at the end of the year, if he doesn't, if he doesn't go on a run here and put a few pucks in, or you know, make some kind of impact, I mean, he hasn't even really, he hasn't made an impact in a game, you know. That's we've all gone, oh my god, you know, or you know, he hasn't done multiple opportunities. You know, you could sit there and you know, he's playing well, he's you know, staying out of the box. I mean, is that? I mean, uh, all that crap, but. He he hasn't really just made us all go, wow, this guy's amazing. It's Capo Caco. It just it hasn't been there. So, you know, that's where I'm at. I'm saying, you know, why not make a move here with him? Not off the team, I'm saying, you know, in terms of yeah. – because uh, they put him everywhere, right? Q's, Q's given him every opportunity, um, and he's put him in the best situation. And we've talked about this too. You know, if you give – you know, work hard, earn your spots, and then finish – and give the coaching staff and the team and everything else that that look to say, all right, yeah, man, you you know. So, wh- what's the underlying thing that's that's made him deserve to keep a spot on this team outside of the fact that he's the number one draft pick and he's eighteen? He's he's not. He's really not a major important factor of this team. Yeah, no, I mean, look, he was supposed to be like a difference maker when he came in here. Absolutely, the Rangers were counting on him. To be a difference maker this year, come in right away and 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 score goals and and be a part of this team, um, be a part of the success of this team. Hopefully this year, and he hasn't been. Now you know a lot of t- it, it takes I think a lot um, of humility, you know, on the team um, to to send a guy like that that they've been hyping all year, you know, down to the HL and say, hey, look, maybe this guy isn't ready. Um, you know, and, and, and not every team and organization is, is willing to do that for the long-term development of a player. You know, if, if everybody's being honest with themselves right now, Kako going down to HL is the only move that should be happening, um, you know, for him, because like you said, it's just not happening right now. It's not, you're not seeing the same player that you saw in the world championship that dominated the world championships last year. You're not even, He's like a shell of that player, you know. Um, so maybe it's time to just, you know, have a talk with him. Say, get down there and 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 figure it out. And and hopefully, like you said, he does have a heatle moment. He goes down there, looks himself in the mirror, and says, "Look, I, I just haven't been good enough. I need to get down here and work on my game and 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 sort of find that spark again, um, that confidence or whatever it is that he's sort of lacking right now, and and figure it out." And, you know, they should just send them down. They say, just don't worry about coming back up there, coming back up here at some point in the season. We're just going to send you down and uh, for the rest of the year and just just figure it out. Enjoy yourself. Don't worry about it. And, uh, you know, hopefully that's the move. And, look, you know, hopefully he comes back next year and, 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 you know, he's a completely different player. But if he's not, you know, then, oh, my goodness, we're in a, a, another long line of <laughs> Ranger first-round busts. I, I seriously, I, I don't even want it. it like I, I'm like literally like physically getting ill thinking about that because <laughs> well, it, it, I think it's a it's a this has been a good conversation. This has been a little therapy here because I, I think it's it's a big part of it, man. He just hasn't he hasn't given us anything. 
No, he hasn't given us anything. I agree. I mean, as, as much as I've defended him and, you know, he's young and he, it may, you know, other players have gone through this and, and whatever. It's look, it's the, I can't disagree with anything that you're saying. And, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I can't get angry about it. I mean, again, the kid's 18 years old. I'm just not going to get like angry, whatever. But, you know, what I will get angry with is, is the organization again, for not looking themselves in the mirror and saying, this kid isn't ready. I know we wanted him to be ready and we marketed him as, as being ready. Uh, but he's not. So let's, you know, cut our losses right now. Let's send them down. Let's, let's hopefully that, that he develops, you know, his game and gets back to the guy that we saw in the world championships down in the AHL and, uh, you know, have him back and, and ready to go for next season when, you know, expectations will be a little bit higher for the team. Yes. What you said, but I think you, you, you said a very, uh, he is, he's, he's part of the marketing, you know, maybe that's what it is. That's why he oh, it always team. is. I mean, you know, everyone just thinks it's all about, you know, how it's, you know, everything that's sort of in front of, you know, you on the ice. I mean, there's so much more that goes into everything that goes on as far as, you know, lineup decisions and roster decisions. And, um, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we all don't know about that's happening in the locker room or at practice. And, and those, that, you know, those or where Georgiev is. Exactly, exactly. You know, those kind of dis- – look, I mean, there could be something going on that we just have n- – we just know nothing about. Um, and, and, you know, that's why everybody who, you know, thinks they know stuff about the team, why would Quinn be making that decision or, you know, or, or any coach or, you know, you don't know the whole story. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know what type of issues either a player is dealing with or the team, off-ice stuff and – you know, there's a lot that goes on, you know, out of even in this sort of social media, you know, where there's no privacy, where nobody like literally has privacy anymore. Like there are, you know, the cameras aren't in the locker room, you know, they're not, you know, in the hallways of, of the garden before the game or, you know, on the fl- on the team flights or, you know, whatever it is. You know, a lot of stuff goes on, you know, the, you know, they they have lives outside of hockey and are dealing with, you know, family issues and those kind of things. I mean, there's so much that goes into this stuff, you know, beyond just like, oh, he's in a slump now. You know, this it's not just because, like, he forgot to play hockey. Like, maybe there's something on the person's mind. I mean, it's just, you know, everybody thinks they have it figured out because they, you know, can do, like, algebra on, you know, how the guy played the last, like, two weeks. But, you know, there's just so much more that goes into this stuff. Come on, buddy. They make a boatload of money. They play in the greatest <laughs> arena, the greatest city in the world. Yeah, that's just that's, uh, that's too easy. That's too easy of a cop out. Come on, Paul. <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's leave it there. Um, you got a, a Rangers man crush this week? Before we say goodbye to everybody, yes, Capo Caco. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that is awesome. Just he's my man crush of the week because you're picking on the poor kid. Goodness, I'm calling it like it is, buddy. Calling when I was like eight, it is. when I was 18 years old, I was drinking beers at the golf course. This kid yes. is in Madison Square Garden, and you're 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 killing him. We were My driving. Goodness. We were driving. If God forbid that had been a war, we could have been drafted. He's 18. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear those excuses. Get out there and put the puck in the net. Well, he is my man crush of the week, Paulie. I like it. He deserves uh, it. Let's get his confidence <laughs> going. Hopefully, he's listening tonight. Yes. Yes. Send him the tapes, buddy. <laughs> so well, hopefully he it. wasn't listening. Hopefully he wasn't listening to what you just said. Hopefully he just tuned in during the man crush part. 
Oh man, great stuff as because, always. Because if he was listening to what you said, we have to send it out to the ECHL. <laughs> Pass the AHL. Well, I'm going to the game against the Bruins on the 16th. I'm going to try and set up a meeting with JD and Gordon. See if I can, you know, figure it out. Yeah, figure, figure it, it out for, for all of us. Okay. <laughs> see if I can Good job. Tell, tell them Georgia. trade trade Kreider at the deadline and then re-sign him in the summer for five years. Get oh, it done, Paulie. You got Get it, it done. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for uh, the support, as always, and listen to Go Rangers Radio. Me and Katie really appreciate it. KD, say goodbye to the folks. Bye, folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your week. Keep it going here, baby. Sabres and the Kings coming into town. And as always, thank you for listening and supporting us. And let's go, Rangers!